Hello everyone and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast brought to you today by our wonderful patrons and hosted by me, Andrew Groves and my lovely friend, Matt Hornby. Matt, Hello. how are you? And what are you excited about this week? Oh, okay. I'm good. Mm. I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you to all those who've, who are new here and have caught the last couple of episodes. It's great to have you. I'm excited about a few things at the moment, actually. Okay. I've kind of, there's been a weird period over the last couple of months where I've seen a lot of, um, how do I explain it? A lot of multimedia live experiences. Nice. So a few comedians, been to some new movies, seen some bands. And do you, okay, I'm going to give you a choice. Would you like Thinky or Dewey? Oof. Thinky or Dewey? <laughs> New on Disney. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, thinky or Dewey? I was in to, to, to pull from of your pool of experiences. Well, I've, I've got two in particular. One that's... Oh, they're both really, really good. Well, just give but... me them. Uh, break the rules. There's, I mean, there's no rules. CEO, you know, co-CEO. You can do what you want. Do that's what you want. Less. If you like. Okay. I went to see... I can't decide. It's so hard. Okay. Last night. Mm. Last night. I went to see a band. Fresh. Called Clutch. Whoa, old school. Yup. Okay. So yeah, a friend asked me if I wanted to go, um, to which I said yes. And they were playing in Brighton Dome, which mm-hmm. is, for those who don't know, in where I live in Brighton, very kind of, to put it in perspective, who I've seen there before, I think uh, Brighton Philharmonic Orchestra, I've seen Oliver Arnold's, okay. uh, Jose Gonzalez. Um, I saw, and I should, I've wanted to talk about this for a while. I saw Joe Lysett there okay. uh, a few weeks ago. Nice. On that, I went not knowing who he is or oh, okay. anything with a bunch of people uh, who were going, kind of like group experience. And mm-hmm. I was like, just part of it mm-hmm. and no expectations, no anything amazing okay which were the clutch or joe lysett joe lysett this joe, is. okay yeah nice so I'm, yeah I'm, I'm elbowing a few in you know yeah do it no 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 do it do it do it so but, you, you yes. were completely unaware completely hadn't seen him on any did you see him and be like oh him no okay i didn't know what he looked like I, his name i kept forgetting because i don't it, there's nothing it's changed to it a few times it into my brain so every time I, I went to talk about it to people afterwards I was like I, I went to see this guy uh, comedian guy like quite tall maybe blonde lives in Birmingham uh, and they're like okay and then every time it's Joe like, oh Joe Lysett everyone knows him and I <laughs> I've been under a rock was the tour that's the way uh huh uh huh Joe Lysett by any chance uh, no this okay. is the one where uh, I don't want to give it away because it was extremely good. Okay, yeah. Um, Hold your cards. He was, a lot of the premise was trying to increase the value of his house. 
yeah. to get back at a an estate agent friend or someone he'd met mm. who yeah didn't think his house would be worth as much as he thought it could be or something like that mm-hmm. and anyway it's a very very what I, I like is, is I really admire the when someone puts a lot of effort like the more effort the better but when mm. someone puts a lot of effort into something completely pointless mm. uh just for their own satisfaction mm. or just for the satisfaction of a tiny proportion of people <laughs> i just think it's it's admirable so yeah it, this is a a mission anyway brilliant show but last night i went to see clutch again mm. i've checked out clutch a few times on record mm-hmm. and thought yeah this is cool and a few friends are well into it and like Matt, you would really like Clutch. But for whatever reason, it hasn't kind of clicked, wedged into my orbit or something, I don't know, flown into my orbit, sure. something. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really kind of embraced Clutch. But I, I kind of always knew in the back of my mind that just knowing about them in vibe that they're a band you have to see live. Mm-hmm. They're a, they were exactly kind of what I thought. Okay. A, a kind of old school, no nonsense, kind of a band that have just been going for ages and ages, getting so good mm-hmm. at what they do. And I was honestly completely blown away. They nice. were so, so good. And for those who don't know, Clutch are, uh, I'd say, blues rock. I, I think that really undersells them. There's always a bit of like punk element in there and a bit of a, almost some kind of proggy bits. But yeah, quite a straight up American blues-based band. Been around since early 90s and... Yeah, they were supported by, and have been actually in a lot of North America, by another of my favourite bands, Tiger Cub, who are oh, nice. from Brighton. Yeah. yeah, so really cool thing. Uh, the the main support were not Tiger Cub. Tiger Cub were opening. Mm. But because this was a Brighton show mm. and Tiger Cub were from Brighton, they switched. Oh, that's cool. The main support, which is really nice. But yeah, Tiger Cub was sick. Um as always, so check them out if you don't know them. Mm-hmm. But I have never the 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 front man of Clutch. Honestly, whether you like blues, bass, rock and roll music or not, you just I I'd re- if you can see Clutch any time, do it. Mm-hmm. The front man has such command of the room mm-hmm. by saying minimal words and often like I said to some of my friends who I was with it just kind of fell fell silent between songs but it wasn't like a it didn't feel like a pressure to say something or pressure to fill that silence it just kind of happened and everyone still gripped like what's going to happen next his voice is unbelievable and they played for about an hour 45 so it's a really three band bill. Mm-hmm. Doors at seven. I walked out of there at eleven. 
Um, yeah, main, main mm. headliner were an hour 45, I think. And you're like, that is, that's a, that's a, that's a show. Mm-hmm. That's a full packed show. And his voice is unbelievable. And the energy, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, I, think- I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, right. I, I was just smiling the whole time mm. and turning around to people going, this is sick. You know, <laughs> it just, yeah. As if they didn't know. Um, yeah. It was so good. So good. So good. Well, that's just, again, like there's just, I think, um, like a base level of appreciation of craft, mm-hmm. you know, that, that transcends like a genre or anything. I think, you know, that is, I, I think <clears throat> Adam in the band, uh, mm. uh, he was a big fan of, well, not a big fan, but I think uh, he would often kind of play them to me and I would kind of catch on. Like, oh, who's this? You know? So yeah, definitely my experiences, experience of them is, is limited, but kind of vague, uh, um, knowledge of, of kind of their sound i remember kind of it's like a blues rock with down-tuned guitars that's kind of how i remember and i think mm-hmm. like that and people kind of use that in different ways i always find it like a quite a cool crossover because you don't really attribute you know like drop b with yeah. the blues you know and people like you know ariel posen and stuff like that using like baritones and stuff like that as well i think n- not to the same effect but you know that that kind of thing um, but yeah, I think, I mean, that's, it's, it's, I think, you know, being in a situation like that where you're like, oh, that's why they're still going. Yeah. Like exactly. that's, that's that, you know, like I say, uh, just an appreciation of true craft. You, you've, mm-hmm. you've worked at that, you know, for hundreds of thousands of shows and, and, you know, and that's, 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 but you, that's what, what's on the ticket, you know. Like exactly. I say, when we saw Björk here, I've seen mm-hmm. her on, and listened to her music, you know, tons. But it's like soon, I'd never heard, been, I'd never seen her live, and then she started singing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like that's the <laughs> thing, isn't it?" You know, like that's why. You, oh, that's why you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, it's like you forgot. Like there's so much around it, it that you know. And again, like you know, you think of people like. Um, uh, Who's the lead singer of, well, is, was, lead, lead singer of Gallows. Makes me kind of think uh, of... Uh, Frank, Frank Carter. Uh, uh, Carter, yeah. But you think of people like that, that kind of just can command, mm-hmm. you know. But then at the same time, you know, like you find people who are just quiet and, you know, like still have, there's like a magneticness about them that it, sometimes some people just say a few things and those few things have just really speak to the audience as well, you know? But do you know, with these guys, I think the, my overarching feeling was massive respect. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very clear that the reason, not the reason that they could pull it off, but the why so little can be done to command a room Everyone's there. Everyone's on their side. Everyone's mm. there to see them, and they, you know, passionate fan base. Um, but it's just it's so clear. And I don't know why. It was so clear that the experience was mm. there. So you could see they were wearing like thirty years of because 
Yeah, I saw this with um, our Converge. Sure. Uh, when they, I saw them at Arctangent a few years ago, and I had the same feeling when standing standing there, and they just walk out like they're chasing a bus, or like, like not maybe not even that, or like chasing a burglar maybe <laughs> out of their house. You know, it's like this is a, you know this is this is our house, mm-hmm. and you're you're come in, mm-hmm. but take your shoes off. Our rules, <laughs> you know the. And I just remember being like, wow, I'm never sick. The guitarist just walked out with such command. Mm-hmm. And I th- I feel like only time can do that. Only time can give you that kind of confidence and comfortability is not really a word, but yeah, no, comfort, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the it's, there's no, no, no visible nerves. They just know what they're doing because they've mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. You know, practice, practice, practice and done. So yeah, I was um, pleasantly surprised, very entertained, uh, a little bit of, uh, should have taken my earplugs. Sure. And uh, it's nice as well. Do you know, as a, my, my soul, uh, the things that kind of got me excited about music in the first place mm-hmm. was very rock, rock and roll based. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go through phases of dipping and out of it. Uh you know, you get a bit old and go, oh God, is that a bit, is that cool? Sure. But you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. No. Because you see something like that and you're like, nailed it. Life affirmed. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Well, that's professionalism, man. That's, that's, you know, I think that's, is something that can be, um, that I think is left to miss sometimes in the in the law of of music and artistry and what whatever is is the the professionalism you know mm-hmm. like that's that's why it's why we should pay them, but it's why um true uh you know it's like that is a team of you know athletes you know we, we would we would think the same of you know, we were really lucky to follow Biffy around for a bit and we were like, man, that's nearly three hours of of like going at it. And, you know, I know how hard it is to keep your voice in that place and keep your body in that place and do that, you know, to that, you know, well, I don't know what it's like to do it to that kind of expectation, but, you know, to, 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 to do it for one hour, you know, every night, let alone like closer to three or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like the athlete, like athletes, like we would walk away every time. Just been like absolute athletes, like it's athleticism that's fine. Especially, especially when it's in. <clears throat> you get some guys. I think we've spoken about this a little bit, but if you have got the rock, the gritty rock voice, mm. like to keep that consistent every night mm. with all that, that that heat, and it, you know, it sounds like. I mean, he's probably to maintain that. And for it to sound as on point as it does, there's, there's definitely some technique involved. Um, it comes across as entirely effortless, but I'd assume, yeah, there's a, he knows what he's doing. After well, that's the, that's, that's the, uh, you know, that's the magician, you know, like yeah, that's I mean, the whole, that's the whole point. Funny enough, what we kind of, what we spoke about with Rabir is like just the, the duality of that, you know, it's the, it's the doing that show and then, you know, and then not talking or, or, or like 
you know, silly stuff that like, you know, it's like you go back to a warm, you close all the windows, you come back to a warm dressing room, you speak to no one for about an hour to 45 minutes after the show, you uh, drink any kind of tea and, you know, laced with all the honey in the world, some kind of lemon and ginger. You sit there, a lot of people do the whole kind of sinus stuff, They mm. whether they kind of do like a steam or something like that as well, you know, and you you then do whatever traveling and whatever else and obligations you need to do in the meantime. And maybe it means you speak to no one in the process and then, you know, you turn up and then, you know, you make sure you've eat at a certain time and you make sure that, you know, your clothes are ready for the next day because, you know, they don't look all crusty and sweaty and you try and find somewhere to wash them and then you have to warm up and, you know, and then maybe you warm up a certain time, maybe, you know, a few hours earlier in the day and then you warm up again, you know, a bit closer to showtime and that, you know, like all the things that that go into that effortless performance, you know. That, effortless. Ex- well, yeah. exactly, exactly. And and that's the facade as well. That's And the professionalism, that's, that's just what mm-hmm. kind of comes along with that. Yeah, some people can do it without that element involved, but they don't usually do it for very long. <laughs> so <laughs> true, it, it, true. It's, it's kind of, uh, uh, like I say, and, and it was, that's what makes it a pleasure, right? That's what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So you know? worth it. So worth it. And Absolutely. yeah, really hum- humbling in a way. Mm. And, and like not, not being uh, like an avid fan, it, I did feel, um, I did feel like I'd walked into someone else's house. Like they, their show, mm. with their fans, and I was kind Guessed. of, I was welcome, mm. but it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, just walking into something else, Mm-mm-mm. you know. Anyway, so Clutch, really recommend them. We'll put some links below. Nice. Check them out live if you, if you can, but they yeah. do have records. Are they many. still touring? Uh, yeah, I think so. As in, uh, like, they're, in the they're doing the UK? Uh, yeah, I think they just did North America, and they, okay. there might be some dates left at okay. this point. We'll f- yeah. see if we can find someone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, what are you excited about, Andrew? Well, yeah, funny, yeah, on the back of uh, things taking ages, I was thinking about, oh, what am I excited about? And actually bringing us onto our topic for the day, mm. um, quite nicely, I suppose. And seemingly inextricably tied to our um, topic today or the thing we wanted to talk about today, which is our top tracks of, of that we've been listening to in, in 2022, this very year. Um, I've actually been pretty excited about myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Shit. It's, it, it somewhat ties into... Uh, those of you who caught uh, the first um, episode of this season, um, I was really excited about the Björk uh, Sonic Sonic Symbolism uh, podcast, and she spoke about um, the idea that she felt that periods of her life would kind of move along in a similar format to albums, and I think you know there's like a uh, for me like that that really like a three year cycle. She she she. Uh, uh, said um and it it just really resonated with me 
you know, thinking in that way. And, and, and that records and, and these kinds of things have always felt that way. Like they're kind of like a capsule of your life, like a part, I, I often use the analogy of like, it's like a passport picture and no one sees another passport picture until you do a new passport kind of thing. Nice. Everyone sees yeah. you as that thing. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I've, you know, been living here for about four years now and I stopped the band a little bit before that. And it, and she was saying how like, yeah, that, that like I say every three years or, or whatever, she would kind of feel that like enough of these things had kind of coalesced into a, into a, into an order that could, you know, could, could kind of be a new chapter, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I think it's just a bit of encouragement, but it was also just to, to be honest, I thought I would just kind of share it in that, like, I I feel like I've spent about four years, maybe three years really trying to do something. Like I had the thing I wanted to do. I had the, the twinkle of a, of a half remembered memory of a, a thing of a, of a, of a, of a style of a genre of a, of a, just, just a product of a, of a finished sound or, or just an echo of a sound that I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And in, in some ways and, and, and not in other ways, I'd just been like stumbling over myself, trying to race towards this sound. Mm-hmm. And, and I've not really ever experienced that before. Not as a, I've never really, even though I'm very self-propelled and even within the band, I'd kind of be like, well, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. This is the things. Here's the ideas. Let's go. Da, 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 da. And, and Jack and Adam were the most incredible kind of companions on those kinds of journeys. I would just kind of, yeah, okay, we're going to do this. And, and, and they, they would just be these incredible, just kind of, like bouncing boards and, and, and I would just kind of throw stuff at them and then they would, and then they would challenge me. And that was really great mm-hmm. about our relationship in that way. Like they're incredible musicians and, and just like the, they were the perfect kind of thing. And, and, and again, they were perfect because I, we'd grown that way. And yeah, so to be by like yourself. Great team. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you foster and, and you help each other and you, you, you make up where each other lacks and you know and 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 you kind of like a puzzle piece you know hmm. it becomes like a natural rhythm and 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 yeah and like you know anyone in those kinds of positions or anyone in that position it, like when you're like in the middle of it and you're trying to achieve something and there's something you Is want. It, sorry in the middle of the team situation Just, or on your own sorry sorry to, yeah sorry i'm not very good at explaining things um in this kind of three year-ish journey yeah. that I've only can, again, it's like you only really can cap it when you've done it. Sure. And I find like, like for example, like with learning an instrument in the first year you learn like the exponential curve is, you know, like you learn, you could learn a new thing every day, you know, multiple things every day. But, uh, you know, as you get further into that journey, the epiphanies become smaller and my and also further apart you know you improve your your improvement becomes you know in in terms of years rather than days or hours you know Mm -hmm. 
And you can be right in the middle of that thing and just be like, where am I going with this? Where, what, I'm, I'm in the middle of nothing. Like I've, I've kind of left what I knew and I'm no closer to where I want to be. And I've got this thing and I want to achieve it. And I've got this idea and, and it could be anything. It could be a record, could be whatever. But I always find that you end up in this situation where like, you're just like, where am I? Like what, <laughs> where, well, what, what's going on? You know, yeah. and, and that, you know, and that provokes all kinds of questions. You know, why am I, where am I, why am I doing this? Where am I going with this? What do I want to achieve out of it? And then one day, seemingly, and it's like, I can feel like such an idiot in my, throughout every day of my life, because sometimes the biggest epiphany I have is the dumbest sounding thing to say ever. <laughs> Out loud. And it's so obvious. And yeah. yeah, but it's, it, I think that's, that's common. I mean. I hope so. Yeah, I thought why little, I wanted to share it. a little it. hug there. Yeah, I think it's easier to, when you're in it, and like you say, if you're just one, hmm. then uh, you're navigating everything within your own mind. That's, when there's, you know, a team or a couple of other people or even in a relationship or whatever, there's always uh, a mirror, you know, to go, uh, you go, do I look good? And Yes, you look fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you don't yeah. go, do I look good? Do I look good? <laughs> what if I don't look good? <laughs> well, this is it. It becomes like an echo chamber. Uh, and also, like I say, I, I... I I hadn't really thought about how to say this before I said it, so apologies if it's... But it, it was kind of... All these things I wanted to do, it took, like, one really small thing, and then suddenly it was like... You know, like, if you buy a... Um, like, I know they do it onto some motorbikes where they, like, cap the speed. Mm -hmm. And like a limiter. Like a limiter, Exactly it felt like like suddenly I'm making and I'm doing all the things that I've wanted to do for about three or four years easily. But kind of it, it and I'm making like, I for personally, I'm like, it's all I can think about. It's all I care about. I feel like I'm like making the best music I've, everything I've wanted to do, I feel like I'm making the best music I've made all my life. But like, only like the last week. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Right, like, okay. like. You feel like you've arrived in a way, like, like finally. It's, yeah, like all those things. And I can only say that now, maybe we won't next week, who knows, find out next week um <laughs> it's <know>. cliffhanger <laughs> um but like you know like with anything like with a song like with anything you know you start working and some songs take a minute some songs take you know i've had a song easily had songs that taken a year you know it's just got to be the right thing at the right time and you know i moved here and i wanted to do these things and production and working on a completely different way of life and you know being you know self-sufficient and by my working by myself and having these lofty goals of, of things I wanted to achieve and wanted to work with new people and, and do all of these things. And I feel like I just got to this point where it's just like, you own a computer and that computer 
will enable you to do anything you want. Like literally you could make any piece of music you've ever wanted to. There should not be a minute that you are not sat at that computer just being like, oh, what next? Because the there is everything next. There is everything at your fingertips. You just spend the time and do what you want to do and get it done and finish it. That's the two things. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? It's just like... Uh, yeah, but I mean... Yes, it does sound simple. Mm. But behind every simple thing is many uh, uh, a multitude of complexity. Uh, and, oh, uh, absolutely. And it's, it's, a, it's a journey, right? And you, I think 100%. If you're, if you're in your mind's eye, you're wanting to, to do something. Mm. I've learned this over my years in the world. I have a really clear vision of something at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then you start and you're like, okay, right, I need to take one step forward. Well, that's harder than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then each one is like, you know, running through treacle. Mm-hmm. It's, but you learn. And if you keep going on it, and I, you know, it's nice to keep that vision in the back of your mind, which it sounds like you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of original intention. I think that's quite important. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep persevering. It'll just, yeah, it'll be way harder than you think. And halfway along, you'll go, what am I even doing? It's, mm-hmm. I, and can you even imagine the vision you had? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I'm really pleased for you. That's like a really, I didn't even know really... I was on the journey. I, I feel like, I don't, I've never had this experience before where I felt like all the time, to- like it's so easy to think, like there's a guilt involved in the position that I'm in. Time is guilt. Mm. Like time spent doing, you know, there's, a, I have a family, <laughs> you know, and I have to work, <laughs> you know. Um, and for me, like, yeah, like so many elements that I was like, so I, I let me think about how better to say this. So many things that I had, like I say, such a clear, start off with such a clear image of, of what you want to achieve. But then, you know, realize there are then so many moving parts. And I didn't even know I'd reached the end of the journey. Or not even the end of the journey, but I didn't even know. It's like, oh, I've, you know, think about this house. And then one day you have a house and you've done it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just woke up one day and there was a house. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like. Nice. Like, but I never did any of the, I did, was not aware of doing any of the building. And that's, that is the, I just, it was a very unusual experience. Normally by three years time, we would be touring the album that I had already made. Usually I'm just mm-hmm. like, boom, what's the next thing? I've got, here's the record. We've literally, we've pressed stop on the one record and I know exactly what I want to do for the next record. And we start work on it. And then by, you know, the end of that three years, our kind of Bjork three years, Mm-hmm. you know there it is here it is and now I feel like I had three years and now I'm like now let's make a record do you know what I mean like but I mm-hmm. but I feel like I never had the ability or the tools or anything to do this thing and then and then yeah and then and then and then like uh, I've been working with a, a friend Bjarni and um uh, amazing like uh, um uh, pianist and and, and uh, uh kind of uh 
does a lot of scoring and um yeah and and just for some reason just being like oh, i could just i could you can do any, like no one's stopping you you could do anything mm-hmm. you want to do yeah why why does it need to be anything it can just be it can just be whatever you want it to be and there's mm-hmm. nothing literally nothing stopping you 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 own everything you need and you don't need half of it mm-hmm. even maybe even you don't even need three quarters of it to just be able to achieve the thing you want to achieve so do it so at the beginning of the podcast mm. when you asked me what i was excited about i asked if you wanted to oh, was that a thinking? think think you're doing uh, okay so i i'm you're not the first person i've heard talk about this three-year idea mm. and obviously i i believe that in any endeavor mm. that you want to do that it will a it'll be hard mm. like i said B, it will take you places that you never thought would mm. you'd go, and you'd never have imagined actually what it'd be like, you know. And I, I mean, thinking about this podcast, mm. I just, I just didn't imagine this is what it would be. Yeah, of course, specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's still in line with the vision, if you mm. like. But um, I think don't underestimate the amount of personal stuff i mean having a family mm. like all that that will build you that will make you oh, have uh, yeah. you know moving to a different country learning a new language mm. settling in somewhere mm-hmm. being out of your comfort zone meeting all these new people mm. um just all of that change like you from three years ago you were a different person mm. and therefore you almost need to kind of build that person so it's it can then build something. Mm-hmm. And and that's, it's so valuable. It, it's not something, I, th- I don't know, quite often there's a bit of a time pressure. And also, I mean, with the album cycle thing you're talking about, that's quite a prescriptive format. Mm. This is a bit more open and go, possibilities. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where shall I start? Um, yeah, I just, I feel like whatever this thing you've made is or are making or going mm. to make, mm. which I haven't heard, uh, so you will uh, <laughs> so um, if I play it and it's just like bah, 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 bah. Uh, yeah some kind of good though know. right <laughs> yeah. um, twinkle twinkle <laughs> yeah, exactly. 27 arrangements AI arrangements of twinkle twinkle little star I mean anything's possible anything's it. possible your words um yeah, I, I can't wait to hear it. And I, but I know that, knowing you, I know that it will be, it'll be a progression. I hope so. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's not to say, that's, I, I tried to choose that word carefully so it didn't include opinion or taste or sure, anything. Sure. But it will be a, pro, a progression. Um, so yeah, I'm that's proud the, of you. Well, I'm thanks, proud of you. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I, like I say, and I think why I thought, I was like, oh, I will say it, is that if you're in the middle of a journey and you're listening and you're thinking, man, I wasted my time doing that. Or I put in all that time to that thing and I feel like I got nothing out. Or you're just slogging away trying to work, you know, you, there's something you want to do and you're you're just trying to 
he's trying to learn, you know, and, you know, sure, maybe you copy a few things and, and, you know, see some, find someone else who's trying to do that. And, you know, maybe you watch a few videos or whatever you're trying to achieve, you know, I think I've just never had it. I never experienced it like this before. And so I feel like I, like in, in, in this album cycle thing, I feel like I've missed an album cycle to learn to make an album. It does, it does not want to, to learn to, to, yeah. to make the thing I want for the next one. I feel like I've taken three years off to just like you say, to, to learn what to do. So I think I just wanted to just kind of say, hang in there. I, I, I didn't expect it to come. I had no idea that it was going to just work out. I hoped it did. But you never really know. I I didn't, wasn't even really sure if I was moving towards a. You know, you get to that point in any project where you just like, I don't even know if I'm moving towards the finish line or not anymore. You know, like <laughs> what am I even doing? Yeah. And and it wasn't a case. I've never experienced it in this way where like I didn't even have like a few failed. You know, there, there was no like, there was no clues. I even felt or, or, that I was <laughs> getting what I wanted it just kind of all seemed to come together very randomly. And the most annoying thing is, is that like so much of it was just my attitude to it. I needed to change the way I thought. And it's, it's almost frustrating because couldn't I have done that like on the toilet somewhere? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, couldn't I have just thought even that bit harder and maybe, but for something to really resonate with you and stick, I think it just takes that time. And, and, and now I can look back at all those things. I was like, man, I worked so hard on that thing. Thinking at the time that I, it was just a waste or afterwards feeling like, oh, but really that was showing me that, you know, really that was teaching me about this. And really that was improving my ability for this. And then, yeah, just, I, I now just like, I've reapproached even things that I was struggling with earlier and been like, bam, I know what to do now. You know, older mm-hmm. projects and yeah, I, I can't describe it, but I just figured maybe it would be good for people who think, ah, oh, you know, that is effortless. It's uh-huh. not. <laughs> it's really not. And if you're uh, yeah, in that yeah, position, yeah. then keep going. It, it mm-hmm. will, it, it will do. And sometimes like I've never, you know, I've been alive 35 years. I've never experienced quite like this and, and in the same and maybe you never will maybe the next three years will be a different completely different experience but I, I've every three years has kind of followed a similar trajectory for me mm-hmm. and then this has just been a very different schism but inev- inevitably ending up at the the same place which is kind of where you wanted to be at the beginning so I thought it's not really about oh well done you it's more just I thought for people out there struggling and they're doing what they want to do. And maybe they want to, you know, they're writing in their band or they're making music or they're doing whatever they're doing. I just thought it'd be worth sharing to be like, Hey, I had this strange experience, but mm-hmm. I hope if you're in the middle of that, you maybe listen to that and be like, Oh, maybe it will. Or maybe something I'd say, some absolute gobbledygook that I say. No, no, no. I think you've, you know, I think you've explained it. And I think it's also, you used a house analogy and I'm at the end of a three-year cycle, mm. as well as um, other valuable things, mm. but I've been actually <laughs> renovating a house. Mm. And I think what you're describing, though, is with creative stuff, 
it's you can put definition around it, but it's a bit more ethereal, (laughs) yeah, yeah, ethereal, invisible. You know, a house is like right. Okay, I can see. And everyone knows what a finished house looks like. Mm. You know, there's many ways to get there, and Mm. you've got your vision, but it's very visual, and there's there's physical things you Mm -mm. stick together, and it you you know when it's done Mm -hmm. to a degree. Yeah, your work is never done, but. uh, the yeah, creative stuff is far more far more open to interpretation. So I think you're bang on, and I do Thanks. think yeah, if you're out there struggling, continue. Yeah, is it actually? Yeah, I've taken that. I've enjoyed that advice for Thanks. myself. I thought I I've, I the best analogy I've come up with is that three years ago, I was like, man, I wish there was something. I was like, I've got blue, and I've got yellow. But like I wish there was. Like something, oh, like not blue, not yellow. Like, oh, I wish there was something going on. And then three years later, I was like, green, green. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And like, that honestly is how it feels. It feels like the most obvious thing in the world. But it obviously took three long years Mm -hmm. (laughs) to, to arrive at that notion that, I could have just mixed those two colours together and made green. Nice. It seems obvious to me, but hopefully not to anyone else. And hopefully reflected oh. in our topic today. And that's kind of also, it, I've, it reflected some of my choice. I thought there was, mm-hmm. I was looking back over the year, over 2022, and was thinking like, okay, what did, what did excite me? What, you know, what, what did really stand out to me from, you know, 2022? Um, and yeah, so, I, I felt like this part of a journey. I was looking at, I was looking at this as well. Uh, we're basically, we're picking our three, three top tracks from mm. 2022 each. And we're going to land on our top one each because you, if you've been here before, you know the rules. Mm. We're only allowed to pick one track on the playlist mm-hmm. and they are some strict rules. Um, and you can also pick your favourite and stick it in the playlist, which would be great. Um, yeah, my my takeaway was like, was that was this year. <laughs> That's... It feels like a, in some ways a really long year, some ways a really short year. But yeah, loads of good stuffs come out this year, so it was quite hard to to narrow it down. Do you want to do you want to take some turns? Would you yeah, like to go for, go first? I've been talking for ages, so so okay. But maybe uh, um, yeah, maybe lead the way. Okay, I know what my favorite is, and I'm so Are excited going to talk first? about it. I'm not going. I'm going to oh. save it to last. Okay. In, in the All spirit right. of any true countdown, Tease. top forty style, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my first top track is a track, and I've kind of gone, but with tracks that I don't. This one is by The Smile. Okay. And yeah, I've kind of gone with tracks that have made a big impact on me. Not necessarily that I've listened to them endlessly because mm-hmm. I actually realised I've listened to a lot that's not been out this year over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, but yeah, this the song by The Smile, which for, if you don't know, Radiohead spin-off, I'm sure you do know. They're popular. You might have heard of them. Uh, a track called You Will Never Work in Television Again. Okay, and nice. it's from their debut, which came out this year, to kind of... Uh, I don't know, got a lot of love. People were surprised. It was it was a product of lockdown and the COVID times, which is quite exciting if you're a Radiohead fan. Um, 
Yeah. This track is, I think, track three on the album. And it was the first one I... No, it wasn't. I listened to the album, but this came on and I was like, whoa, Mm. this is great. And for Radiohead, what? They must be knocking 50 now? Must be in the similar... Yeah, if the Chili's are, they must be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no Chili's are knocking 60, I think. Oh, well, they're definitely, are, they're definitely on these are, these are like, I'd say, a couple of years old than Coldplay. <laughs> so I don't know why things like... <laughs> it's a musical scale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking high school yearbook. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, okay, this track is for, for... It was so youthful, is what I'm trying to say. There's so... So much, like, energy and attitude... And I just, I so, and it's so unexpected. I wasn't, mm-hmm. when you think Radiohead, you think maybe early Radiohead is a bit more energetic or, you know, guitar-y, grungy, whatever, or Brit-poppy, depending on your genre affiliation. And so, but with Radiohead, you kind of get used to this trajectory of more experimental uh more kind of soundscapey. They're working in soundtracks, you know, all this mm-hmm. very beard stroke and intelligent stuff that's that that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing. But it isn't a straight up punchy in your face middle finger. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's and this track just really I was like, yeah, so excited for it. Really like picked me up. Um and I watched a live video just before we recorded, before we came on here. And um, it, it translates still. So I don't know whether it's like, you know, it's uh, Tom York and... Um, Johnny Greenwood. And Johnny Greenwood. And a guy called Tom Skinner, who's mm-hmm. a, uh, a drummer and mm-hmm. producer kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know whether it's like a... It's starting to sound a bit cliched in my mind, but like, uh, you know, an output of the frustrations of COVID and all this it feels like a long time ago for me. But, you know, it was over that time and it just feels like a, an opportunity that they're taking to do something really different. Um, and I'll be truly honest, I haven't really checked out much more of the album. That's great. I just, really like, this, I just really like this track. I should check more out of the album. Um, so, you know, any any top tips, give you a shout. Uh, I also really like the name. And sure. I was thinking about the name. Uh, my, fir- my first thought was, uh, we, we mentioned the darkness actually last week. Um, my first thought was, the whole thing with the darkness is they're playing really tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. uh, music. That's the, really the opposite of darkness, sure. if you like. And the smile... I was like, I don't know, Radiohead aren't really like, hey, we're Radiohead. Funny, you know, funny enough, I think... Big smiles. Uh, but in but the, uh, go on. I did read an interview. I did read an interview though, or a, they actually agreed that they wouldn't do interviews, but mm. there's a, a little thing. Thanks, Wikipedia. Tom York had said, it's... What, I've got it written down. He said, it's not a happy smile. It was a smile someone gives you when they lie to you every day. Yeah, that was gonna, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'd seen that interview. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Radiohead is still Radiohead, don't worry. You know, mm. they're not, they haven't changed. They haven't started smiling. Mm. Um, so, yeah, really, really cool. Really, really cool. 
I think uh, uh, I think it was it Glastonbury when they did like the I think it was Glastonbury where they did like the television version kind of of it like they did a you know live live stream version of of uh, Glastonbury that year and I, I definitely remember sticking around for the their sort of obviously it was like their announcement of the band or whatever mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah I think it's cool I think you know like obviously like they. Radiohead, anyway, gonna really moved away from uh, uh, the elect- uh, the kind of guitar hero thing, you know, and that was kind of very, uh, very evident. And obviously, like a million articles about it, and they were very, you know, very, mm-hmm. very anti guitar hero at that time. And obviously, the whole story with uh, Amnesiac and Kid A and stuff. And then, but then, you know, like they came back and did In Rainbows, which was kind of feels like a, a jump off point really towards this record, like kind of similar vibe in kind of a little more guitar based drum and and kind of in the room mm-hmm. but yeah i remember watching that first performance on that live stream they did for for glastonbury and like again kind of cool to just see them uh like moving quickly mm-hmm. if you know yeah. what i mean like i yeah, think that's, that's a really nice way of putting it like the three the three piece thing i think really helps with that and and again like i Part of me was because I've I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, this is the Radiohead album that like, you know, uh, uh, it's basically a Radiohead album and the one we've been waiting for, kind of thing." Um, in in the press, that 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 kind of tone, but mm-hmm. but funnily, ironically, like kind of like what I was saying earlier, is that like a part of me feels like sometimes you need to remove those kinds of mental blocks to be able to move a little more freely, and and I think you know. Obviously, Tom and Johnny obviously have that working relationship, but I think you know, working with someone new and in a mm. much less uh, stringent, much well, there's less weight on it as well. Yes, you know, I'm sure that if you're in Radiohead, there's like maybe they don't feel this, but I'm if sure I stepped do. in that band, you'd be like, what a lot of pressure mm. to mm. to you know ma- maintain. Obviously, they've done it, so mm. fair play to them, but. Yeah, to maintain that or to take that somewhere else is like big task. I imagine yeah, there's a lot of moving slow, parts. Very slow to move on stuff. I think if you want to do something quickly and have an idea and act upon it, I, I imagine it's a very slow moving, a lot of wheels to turn to, to really get mm. there. And like you say, the I think that's emblematic of that of that record. So um, yeah, no, I, I it was a record I was going to choose... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, uh, a light for attracting attention, I believe, is the name of the album. That's the one. Okay, and you're specifically choosing. You'll never work in television again. Yeah, nice. that's my track. That's nice. my track number three. Okay. Um. Yeah. I yeah. Check it out. It's it'll be. It won't be in the playlist, but we'll stick a link below. Nice. Andrew, I number three. I am going to. I'm going to. I'm going to pick um, very recently um, and I think just not a surprise and like you say I've picked these based on like okay what had an impact on me Mm -hmm. and um, so I'm going to go with Björk and I'm going to go with um, uh, her I don't think it's her most recent single, but maybe a single before that. The, the kind of main single she released, her most recent album, Fossera, uh, on uh, Atopos, which is um, 
the thing I and again I'm I'm just on I you know it's like world well I made you move twice and you found Bjork like but um <laughs> and that's just not the case but just recently I think with the podcast thing she's just been like at the forefront of my mind a lot yeah, and, and I will say I will say if you don't live in Iceland Bjork is still good yeah oh yeah exactly just, right uh, just controversial but I'm putting it out there <laughs> and I think. I, I think, like, as a figure, sh- she stands f- for a, f- a freedom I- I- in some sense, and, and, and almost an anarchy, but, but kind of a freedom. And I, I, love, I, I love hearing her talk about the things she wanted to do and what it symbolises, and there's like a fantastic, somewhat Icelandic tradition of kind of explaining stuff. They, they do it at live shows a lot. I think what it's... What does it explain, explain what's going on in the middle of a show? Yeah. Yeah, like, just like, this song is about this and there's, you know, like, like almost be- before every song. I don't know, I don't know where that came okay. from, but it, I've noticed it a lot. Maybe and a music school thing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like there's some, like a cultural, I don't know what it is, but there's like a thing of, of you know, this next song is about this and, and this element is represents this and da, da 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 I hope you enjoy, whatever. You know, like, and then, but like, yeah, I, I've, I've not noticed it as much in, 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 in any other country. And what I love about her kind of like melting pot and like her execution it's like a kind of always like a childlike nature, but then like a such a visceral element. And I think when uh, uh, her most recent albums are probably some of my favorite in, in, in just a, she's like got my favorite producer, Arka, like kind of involved and I just love everything that she does. So that's, it's maybe, maybe my favorite work, even over her, her own work. But then when she announced this record, and I've been listening to the podcast, uh, you know, a lot as well, uh, that she was like, oh, I wanted this record to feel like putting down roots and like, mm-hmm. and like kind of be everything to be based in the low end. And, and like, it's such a strange way to paint an idea for a record to think of it in that way. Like, oh, I want this whole record, you know, like, I feel like it, like you make, like a strange, like you'd be like, oh, this record is about you know passing of my mother and da da da. Like, but then mm-hmm. like she paints it in a very much more kind of anthropomorphic like way. And then so when she said she was like, oh, this record is all about bass and and like it's so important to the record and like it's about putting down roots. And uh, so she was like, yeah, I used all these like um like uh, bass uh, uh, wind instruments and like cl- and like these weird kind of I wouldn't even begin to. Uh, um, know the names, but these kind of like you know low end kind of clarinet type, you know b- bass clarinet, but but like even further and mm-hmm. and uh, and then yeah, when she put this uh, song out, uh, yeah, I think Atopos, Atopos, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, it's just, and I think funny enough, uh, um, Justin from the Darkness um, reviewed it to. Uh, I remember watching it and just being like, oh yeah, you can do anything you want. Like uh-huh. you can do anything you want. 
like there's no there's nothing that says there's there's nothing that says you can't do anything that you want i i don't mm-hmm. know how best to explain but for, like she every record that comes out it's like a reminder it's like oh like it can be whatever you want to be mm-hmm. and i love this idea of her being in the driving seat and just being like i want this record to feel like this can we do that and 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 can we can we bring this element in and people are like what you know and like the arrangement for this is like a really modal like really dense modal wind arrangement <laughs> you know and then ends in like basically techno and right. and <laughs> and like it's just it's just like of course you can like you can mm-hmm. just use like this brilliant way of bringing in this classical element and using and using these arrangements and the way that she approaches it with her voice and how kind of, sort of contrapuntal it is to, to, to what's going on with the music. She kind of has this kind of chaos going on and she ties it together with her voice. And then, yeah, and then just goes full on four to the floor. Like, just, yeah, just, I, I just think it just, it, it, like I say, it's not necessarily a track I've listened to it a ton, but I just watched it and I, was just like, oh yeah, like you can do uh, what yeah. you you can. I like it. You can, That's admirable. You can do and anything. Unique. Yeah. yeah, and and like, what is good is not necessarily in line with what is predictable or what is um, expected, mm-hmm. uh, and whether that's a song structure, whether that's whether that's anything, you know. Um, the format itself is is just a the structure is just a mu- as much a part of that song as as the chords are, um, and and yeah, I love this idea that you know of bringing to like rather than thinking of like oh, I want to make a song in this traditional four chords in the line on you know in logic bass 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 kick snare kick snare you know <laughs> what I mean like chord 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 mm. chord done repeat you know like mm. i love this i can't just go like kind of witchcraft like way of being like i want to bring this in and and i want this for a textual reason i want and i want to put all these things these elements together and and kind of um and, and kind of create this sound that's kind of existing in my head rather than it just like you, like you say this very classic beatles or whatever do you know what i mean like very straight rock school like manner mm. um so yeah, so I, I just, it, like I say, is it it's maybe not the song I've listened to the most year, but like had a really big effect on, on me and, and nice. such a big reminder of like, there's other stuff out there. There's there's uh-huh. there's 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 so much road left untravelled, you know. Definitely, and also yeah, I've not checked out her latest stuff, mm. and I wouldn't say I wouldn't proclaim to know Bjork's back catalogue mm. super well. I mean, uh, that, like all is full of love, and uh, sure. obviously. What's the really big one, uh, which is... Are you thinking of like... Um, emotional Landscape, that song. Emotional Landscape. Uncertainty. Anyway, she's uh, yoga. Ah, oh, sure, yeah. And, uh, like uh, pagan poetry and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'll definitely check this out. It sounds well good. Um, yeah, I saw her at the Albert Hall a few years ago and was blown away. Again, just by... I think... 
Yeah, I've been thinking about this idea a lot. Is how do you how do you kind of give yourself that kind of freedom? I think you just don't think about it. You just do whatever you want. Which is hard. Uh, which is really hard. To fall into yeah, a groove, for, you know. Yeah, forget what you've done and just do what you feel like next. Um, and she, yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. Cool. Matt, what's your next, what's your next pick? My next pick is a... Oh, right. This came on. <laughs> and again, if you've been listening a while, you'll know that I'm... I'm hooked on shuffle. Still there. Okay. Still shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling. And, uh, you know, I was, I'm about, what, 15 years late to the iPod shuffle. That was, uh, you know, didn't have one of those. But yeah, guys, there's a button, two lines intertwine, press it, random songs come on in sequence. And I, I shuffle my library. And this song came on and I'm doing something really boring i think i was well, not boring. I was painting i think and um this came on and i was like what is this what is this it is a song by eddie vedder uh the singer of pearl jam okay from his latest solo album which is called the earthling and i'm you know i'd say i'm a pretty casual but you know respectful Pearl Jam fan, like Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Eddie Vedder as well, and always liked his voice. I like his vibe. Um, I really liked. He did the soundtrack to Into the Wild, which I think is a mm. an immense movie. That was very acousticy. Mm-hmm. So he kind of does a lot of different stuff. But this song is a song, and I'm smiling already thinking about it. Uh, called The Dark, and it's basically. Very Bruce Springsteen-y. Okay. But in the true spirit of this podcast, I was like, this is, I mean, what, what, what is this song? This is great. And it's, it's like such a, an anthem. And I was like, wow, the drums are great. Oh, it's Chad Smith playing the drums. Yeah, oh, that, okay, fine. Oh, and oh, is it co-written with Josh Klinghoffer? Oh, oh right. Oh, uh, right. There you go. I Putting say. it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a, I think the guy on bass this guy called Andrew Watt who is a producer and he I think he produced the record and co-wrote it who's like a big big uh, he's worked with Julie Leap and Miley Cyrus Ozzy okay. Osbourne kind of I recognise the name of dude. Yeah. yeah there's an there's an Andrew Wyatt who is a guitar player this is Andrew Watt okay um, just in case because I thought Andrew Wyatt I know that name um, and to make things better in his life in his live band I've mentioned him on here before but Glenn Hansard Irish singer-songwriter okay. uh, was the guy in the 2007 movie Once um, with yeah there's a song called Falling Slowly with mm-hmm. Mar- Marquette Glover who is, which is banging but yeah so I was like wow that in that that whole thing is a load of people I like mm-hmm. maybe that explains why I like the song um, but the record <laughs> the record has Millions of guests, including Elton John, Ringo Starr, Stevie Wonder. Wow. I mean, yeah, I think maybe he, I like to imagine recording in this, you know, mahusive LA studio complex. Mm-mm. 
And like, oh, Stevie, can you come in and uh, play some triangle? And then, you know, keys like, down on here, would you? Elton, El- El- <laughs> just press it. Middle C, yeah, just bash that a few times, you know. Nice. That's, yeah, I like to imagine that. But um, yeah, again, I've not li- listened to the record. I'm a true, I'm a true Gen Z these days. Just like <laughs> singles on that. Yeah, yes, ex- exactly. Um, but yeah, the dark Pearl Jam. Oh, sorry, the dark Eddie Vedder. It's called Earthling, the album is. I really recommend it. Nice. Yeah, I, I think, I know I've, again, I think, I I've, I feel like in my bones that you're probably more of a Pearl Jam fan than myself, but I like them and I know enough of their songs. I know Josh Klinghoffer is playing with them or teching for them or yeah. something. He's playing, yeah. Um, uh, they have and three, yeah, I think because they, they have three is it three or four? But I think it's three, but it could be four. Guitar players now, loads. Wow. Yeah, I, I, what I didn't know is that they are so into guitar solos. I didn't realise, yeah. I didn't think they would be that kind of band. I thought they were grungier than that, if you know what I mean. Well, they're like OG grunge, so early 90s Seattle. Sure. But I guess that's in years. I mean, when you talk about a three-year cycle, they were probably three years, you know, off, off glam. You know, sure. and that that was the the smash, the the smack that kind mm-hmm. of grunge came along with mm-hmm. was making the guitar solo and stuff look cool. But there's still some remnants through it. You know, like I guess like the Chili's have guitar solos. But yeah, oh never... yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think. I just as if you as in as an alien. Uh, I just I remember <laughs> seeing them live and I'm like, wow, okay, they really play. There's a lot of them and they're long. Yeah. As in, I, I just didn't expect that from there. I thought they'd be more song. Gosh, you know. I think live. Uh, embellish I, this is a, I th- it, they're longer solos sure. but this uh, song does feature a guitar solo mm-hmm. so if that's a turn off you know, no 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 I just 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 skip it's great <laughs> well I didn't know he'd done a solo record so yeah I'll, I'll check it out that's definitely yeah. he actually has loads of solo records okay. um, again I don't proclaim to know them all mm-hmm. um, but the, the one from Into the Wild if you haven't seen the movie Into the Wild mm-hmm. it's like one of those really long movies about this kid who wants to escape civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty big movie. Yeah, and he writes a soundtrack to that and it's beautiful. So nice. um great that's voice. Kind of where say again. Great voice. Oh yeah, he's has a great voice. Okay. Um but yeah, this but this song I I, I can't uh <coughs> I, I think I I feel it's my my job to explain what the song actually sounds like just so you don't put it on and you're like well, I said Springsteen yeah but it is it is a very anthemic rock you know experience okay just Check it out. powerful and yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with it but again I think this year I've been enjoying things that make me smile or the complete opposite <laughs> okay, I'm just in that camp. I want to Binary. smile or cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just if it's in the middle, no. I want to smile or cry. Well, speaking of things that will make you cry, my next pick, um, and I'm aware Rabir picked uh, this last week, but I just can't. I have some honourable mentions that I've collected along this year, but I was like, you know what? I just can't not mention the sugar and they i think when their album came out i don't think i immediately was like oh my god i i don't i think i i just 
I don't just maybe it just didn't get to me or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was actually driving around with my son, and then um, uh, he's learning a lot about animals at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, lions they roar, um, and so we've a fair <laughs> amount of roaring uh, going on uh, in the house, and. Um, and he has shown quite a liking for the heavier side of music. If any music right, comes nice. on, there's like a band or guitar. He comes in here a lot and, and assaults my guitars. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, let me see. Like, even though I'm looking on the phone, he'll climb up and be like, oh, let me see. And so we were driving around. I think we had some errands to to, to get. Um, so we're just driving around Reykjavik. And I was just like, ah. Oh, Mushuga. He's never even heard Mushuga. Never even heard Mushuga. <laughs> so on it goes. Buckle up, buddy. On it goes. Oh, I was just start with the best, you know. Mm. And then as it, I was just like, oh, like they're kind of my Metallica. I feel like in that it's never revolutionary, but it's always revolutionary, and <laughs> it's. Like you, you, they're not going to come out with an acoustic album or an electronic. You know, there's not going to be like a big. Oh, they're not going to Metalli- Metallica. Good. They're not going to put out Kid A. You know. Um, True. But we were just listening in the car and just having such a great time driving around, just loving it. And and then from that point onwards, then I was like, oh yeah, I've, um, you know, like I feel like I was a. I had someone who turned away from the Lord and mm-hmm. was just then was like, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about how great you are. Mm-hmm. And it just came back with a vengeance. I got some of the fastest run times I've had in a long, <laughs> long time. Oh, so you're back at, you're off the podcast. Oh, back, on to, yeah, back yeah. it straight hard line. And just, they're just the best. No one does better riffs. No one. Unequivocal consistent 4-4 everyone can get along I genuinely think and I speak about this every single time certainly like I say go for a run I've been trying to get Sophia to go for a run with Meshuggah because I was like you don't know what you're missing it's not really what you're about but I think if you just think about fighting for your life it's it's, it's the sound of war it's like it's it's an an industrial like uh, the trundle of a tank or like the, a factory or like a big, uh, you know, there's big oil fields you see doing it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. very like, it's so, so intense. I think there's also I guess, a joy I guess to it. In this, say again, sorry. I feel like there's an undercurrent of joy to it too. Yeah, yeah. So everything I described was quite uh, serious and dark in a way. But like the love of it, I feel like, I think of um, in the Matrix, there is that scene where they're like, I think it's like the second one, where they're actually in, is it Zion, I think? And they're underground and they have that big party. I said that so so Englishly. They had a big party. They had a party. I just like, they had a party. I was watching The Crown recently. They had a big party. Yeah, a cup of tea, Neo. And it was a pleasure. Um, And (laughs) they had that big kind of like just drums. Like I think they just had some big drums and just caverns of of semi-clad people just partying like it's 1999 and I think of that scene and I'm like Meshuggah would have worked there like as well as 
as well as, like I say, imagine like your classic, you know, they are coming through the walls. Your wife and kid are behind you. There are, so you are surrounded. You need to fight for your, you need to, the roof is caving in and they yeah. are, they are coming through the walls. You need to fight for your life. I guess in that, it's like that future focused, uh, this topic, like mm. sci-fi video game movie yeah they need experience. to be hired it's like if it was in you know i could imagine playing quake one when i was a kid listening to my sugar you know with my mouse yeah like doom i mean you know obviously walking like, walking like this <laughs> exactly yeah uh like we need like i know obviously you know mick gordon you know, kind of really found his fame in Doom, which is another topic we can leave for another day because that is oh, that is actually. something else. Um, uh, I hope he gets whatever is coming to him in a good way. Um, and uh, and yeah, at, at, the, at the same, I was just like, somebody hire Meshuggah to do a game that is just hell on earth. Like it, it would be unreal. I call it hell on earth. Exactly. You heard it here first. And there um, you go. So yeah, God, I've gone for God. He sees, um, he sees in mirrors. Um, that's going to be my try. I just, it's just great. It's just, okay. they, like I say, it's never revolutionary, but it's always revolutionary. It's never, nice. it's just like, how did you like, it's like, Oh my God. Did you hear dark side of the moon? Yeah. Did you hear their next album after that? Dark side of the moon too. <laughs> oh yeah. But is it just the same as the first one? No, it's better. But it is the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's better. Do, do you know, like yeah. it's just I, I more, know, but better. And what's it's like better? If, if it's like if uh, I always I'm waiting for Titanic too. That's going to be a great movie. <laughs> the same kind of vibe. Yeah, just and it's just it's just it's still going down, but it's fine. That's it's still a good film. That's how that's how that film would go. It was just it's just post the Titanic going down. It's just still going down further. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And and the, and the ocean is pretty deep. I've heard. You know. And it's better. And somehow it's better. Every time it's, it's just, it's just, it's just better. Every record is, is better. They're, they're aging like fine wine, in my opinion. Nice. So. Fine. Okay, Matt, it's time I... for your final, uh, your final pick. Oh, the final pick. Yeah. Well, so when you said, uh, talking of songs that can, uh, make you cry, I think, uh, maybe this, this, my last pick will, make you cry in a different way to Meshuggah. Okay. I'd say Meshuggah, you might be crying, it might be with stressful. Uh, it's with joy. Or, intimi- or joy or intimidation yeah. or some, you know, something that isn't Happy this. cry. Yeah, so I'm going for a, a really sad song. Okay. That's, and for those who've listened a while, there is some joy in the sadness though. You know, there's hope in, through the tears. Okay. You can see sunshine through your, you know, swelled up red eyes and uh, running makeup or whatever. Uh, it's a song by Father Son, who okay. I've mentioned again before. They're a Scottish band. I was going to say Glaswegian, but I'm not going to confirm that. Scottish for sure. Um, so I'd, I'd pick this song and then... You know, had a little flick on Instagram. Bloody Lewis Capaldi mentions this song. Wow! And I'm like, clang. Good taste. Good taste. Mm. He must have. He must have listened to this before he recorded it. Uh, but he's also Scottish, so you know, brothers, buds. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brothers. But yeah, a song called Honest to God from their latest album came out this year, Normal Fears, in 2022. It's a piano vocal led song it's pretty much it kind of i think the word ballad would probably not be complimentary uh the lyrics are so so good and it's it's such a simple thing and i know actually the um i read a, a bit about uh, when fatherson kind of put this out and they said it's one of the hardest it was one of the hardest and most personal songs one of the hardest to finish and um you know get together but it really it's so concise it's it feels like a i tried to kind of surmise what it meant to me or what the lyrics really kind of felt like uh and i kind of came up with an oh it's it feels like an ode to being worn out and a bit you know uh I don't know if depressed is the right word, but just, you know, uh, like the ode to struggle. It's quite got quite kind of a winter uh, theme. Yeah. And and it just really spoke to me. Uh, you know, I've had a couple of moments in 2022. Been a bit tough. And it really spoke to me. Um, yeah, really simple, really poignant, really classy. Uh, just a three minutes 20 or something so nice and succinct but it's it's honestly beautiful and the guy uh ross the singer has the most gorgeous voice mm. um yeah i i just they're a band that i'd really enjoy do a bit of everything but just write great songs um which i mean what more do you want what more do you want absolutely what what album is that from it's from Normal Fears of 2022. And it is, yeah, it's, I'd say it's the song of the year that's kind of, you know, hit me really in the feels uh, of anything I could think of. Um, yeah, it's just, just great. Nice. There you go. Well, for my final pick, mm-hmm. I, you know, for those of you who obviously new to this podcast... You know, thanks and hi and welcome. This is what this is what we do. We're here every mm-hmm. week doing this kind of thing. And if you are here every week, you'll know that if I see a boundary or a line, I'll cross it. And not only will I cross <laughs> it, I'll leap across it with abandon. And so not only have I picked a track that's not even from 2022 as my best track of 2022. Oh, Andrew, you make <laughs> the rules. I've saved it. And break the rules. I've made it. My number one. It wasn't just like, oh, here's a little mention. I'm just doing it because you know what? I can. And I was looking through all these tracks and I was trying to find like what's spoken to me this year. Hmm. And there was just one track that was just in my notes, sat there looking at me. I was just like, I can't not mention it. And I was thinking, there's no way that anyone else has really heard this song. It's not from like a big popular band. The other two I felt, you know. Okay. Pretty, pretty easy. So I just felt, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm living my life. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. So for my track of 2021 <laughs> in 2022, <laughs> I like it. Is a track called Desert Eagle by a band called Silica Gel, and 
I came. I like, I like all the words. There you go. Right. That's intriguing. And I say I thought I thought it would be intriguing, and I thought it'd be good to bring something you know to the table. That's you know, like I say, I feel like um, funny enough, off of the back of the smile, I feel like I spent a lot of my year listening to Nick Drake. Um, okay. And and so I was like, again, I couldn't really bring him in. I've really been enjoying um, his records, uh, and again, like. I feel like I've been list- I've been finding albums that were made a long time ago. So I was like, this one, at least it's only a year out, but it is actually what I've been listening to. I found this while listening um, to much as we have tuned our television finally to uh, or, or the algorithm of our both of all our lives in this household um, towards uh, East Asian um, <laughs> programs mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is that. Now we keep getting recommended Korean dramas, Japanese TV shows, et cetera, et cetera, which we love. And we came across one called, um, and I've spoken about it before, the, the Hungry and the Hairy. No idea what it was. Oh, yeah. It just came on and I popped it on and didn't think about it. Thinking it was going to be some food, like it was billed as a food program around Korea, drive there uh, on motorcycles, driving around. So I was like, oh, it's going to be like the hairy bikers kind of thing. We just wanted something in the background. And um, on uh, also fairly rare, a, a moment of lovely clarity. My son was obviously just very happy playing by himself. So we could actually sit and watch the TV and get in actually for something we thought was just going to be like just on in the background. We both got very engrossed in it and ended up having this wonderful journey which hey, so I can definitely recommend that. If, find it on Netflix, mm-hmm. The Hungry and the Hairy, and genuinely one of the best programs, if not the best program I've watched all year for many years. Lovely program about two male friends just in their older years and just being nice guys and learning about each other and you know, expressing their love for one another and, ex- and expressing their love for the country they live in and, and the food that they eat. So nice. And, but the ending of it, much like most programs, they, they usually the endings are quite weak and they're quite like, like just kind of, they just kind of land where they do. Whereas this mm-hmm. uh, kind of travelish show with food involved starts picking up an, an, another few narratives and it actually, it becomes nothing to do with the food. It's nothing to do with the bikes. It's to, to do with them and their relationship. And uh, something that starts in episode one when it reaches episode 10 is one of the best endings to any program I've ever seen. And it's in real life. It's not fiction. It's such a good ending. So good and like feel good. And this song plays over nice. the ending and I remember just being like, what? Like, what is this? Like, what is, what's going on? This is amazing. And ended up finding them. And they're just a very small kind of Korean uh, uh, band. Very incredibly young. But this track is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the guitar playing is incredible. Um, I advise you to try and work out this riff at the end. It's really hard to play. Um and honestly, I've, I've been obsessed with it. A, it kind of links me back to the feeling of how much I love... I've watched it so many times now. It's, it's such a good feeling. I recommend it to everyone. But the track is so good. And yeah, it goes into this amazing like guitar arpeggio. And it's like, I'm really into arpeggios at the moment. And I've really been... And so like, I loved 
watching this kind of filled the void of John Frusciante until he came back <laughs> again. Nice. But such good guitar playing and all their music really cool, like cool kind of synth wave plus kind of this sort of tame Impala, but yet like there's kind of like a retroness going on, but then yeah, the guitar playing is so good. Um, and, and I think also the guitar player did some music for uh, that series as well. I think he, 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 he uh, wrote and produced some, some music there. Um, and like the music is a really big part of the series. Like the guy who writes, who's going to be scoring the, the, the adventure is acknowledged in the adventure and they go and visit him and they're like, cool, you know, you should think about this music for us. And, and he kind of becomes a character in the film or in the, in the, in the program. So it's, it's like a really cool marriage of all these like uh, really nice ideas and, and kind of uh, experiences. Um, and so, yeah, honestly, I've listened to this track so much. I felt, I just, I actually have just, it has to be included. It, it has to be included. So it's um, Silica Gel. Mm-hmm. And the track's called Desert Eagle, and I think they haven't released an album yet. I think it's just singles so far. They've got. A, I'm, I'm, you've, you've sold me on it. I'm, I'm going to listen to it straight after. Get it's it's such a also unlike me. It's such a vibe. Like it's not depressing. It's not overly convoluted. <laughs> uh, it's not kind of obscure jazz. It's actually just a vibe, like a huge feel good vibe. And the ending is sick learn I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do a tab for how to pl- i've worked out how to play the ending it's a bitch so um nice. yeah good good to be you know challenged as well on all fronts it's it's a it's a yeah just just can't say any can't say enough about it so i felt there's no way i could leave it out okay you know. nice what well, we got there i oh, need to i have a list here right mm-hmm. of uh special mentions okay um of things that came out this year yep Quick fire, let's There's go. A song, okay, a song called Lies by Pearl Waves, catchy as hell. Tom Rogerson, new album, incredibly beautiful. Uh, really liked Overload by Yard Act. Shay's Lounge, Shay's Lounge by Wet Leg. Willow, Maybe It's My Fault, the heaviest thing I've heard from her. Okay. Tiger Cub, Perfume of Decay. Such a unique riff, love it. Midlake's new album, been ages okay. since they did a thing. Mm-hmm. Haven't checked that out yet too much, but need to Madison Cunningham new album nice Jack White's Jack White's new album keeps coming on everything sounds great Harry Styles new album yeah keeps being on Soph puts it on loads and I'm like who is this yeah it's good amazing yeah Gaz Coombs released a single of, of Supergrass mm-hmm. love his solo stuff Go Go Penguin firm favourite always um, they released a new EP I think Machine Gun Kelly's new album I haven't checked that out Maybe a curveball. He's coming back to rap, uh, to rap now, right? Who? Is he? Apparently. No, I think this is the, se- the oh, okay. second pop punk one. Okay. And as soon as he goes back to rap, I'm out. Because uh, I'm a old teenager. Oh, the uh, Marcus King, someone recommended me this guy. Uh, incredible. And I just want to shout out a couple of collabs which really caught my eye. Sleep Token and Loathe. Mm. Great. What? Love that. And bring me in Sigrid. Found that the Strong. other day by accident. Uh, if you follow our Instagram stories, you'll have seen that. Uh, and what a tune. Yeah, it's a banger. Uh, so, yeah. I had two. I might even put them in a playlist. Sure, we can, we can once, we've, once we've kind of got over the initial wave, for sure. I wanted to shout out This Is Why by Paramore. A, it's a 
I thought it was a great tune when I heard it. And then I watched it live on, I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Whoever does their live sound and that new guitar player is incredible. It sounds so, so good and tight. The guitar sounds so good and tight. Yes, whoever's got that band together, yes, sounds so good. One of the f- f- very few times I've heard something like that and been like, man, I'd like to see, it. I mean, I'd like to see Paramore live. But I was like, man, I'd like to see them live. Um, okay. The new Arctic Monkeys record, The Car. Oh, nice. Uh, um, body paint. Uh, I like picking up little things that make me exciting. That chorus has an extra bar of four in it. And I think it's genius. Um, uh, and I feel like it's in part, what's cool is, is that the rhyming couplet of the chorus makes, allows for the extra uh, four. You think uh, body paint should rhyme with face. It should just be that. But the face doesn't come to an extra four bars. So it's kind of like adds one. I'm really excited about it. So it's kind of like, like a, like a, uh, like, like one bar of eight and then one of like 12. It's genius. Okay. I love it. Nice. Um, I think it's really nicely executed. Um, although I think it's better live. Um, I would, I can't shout out, um, uh, raw data feel by everything, everything that album was I really big for me. I thought that might be on your list. It was, it was, it's, uh, it's only a small list, but yeah, like teletype and Leviathan. No, it was in like high on your, like it, number one. It nearly was, it very nearly was. Yeah. That was, um, that was a, a really big album. Um, I think that's it. But yeah, along, uh, uh, I think I want to kind of shout out those records. I think they're really nice. Um, Lots yeah. of good music. Hey, always, Sorry. there always is. I think you just have to, you know, dig ear to the, ear to the ground and all that. Um, so yeah, chuck your track of the year in the playlist and we will share them all together. I'm quite looking forward to hearing some stuff that I haven't heard. Exactly. And I feel like I've got a bit of catching up to do. I need to, like maybe my winter can be spent, you know, getting properly into the records that I've just had a taste of. So yeah, excited for that. And I'm excited to be here and thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. In your ears and eyes. We'll be here same time next week. Thank you to our Patreons as well, our lovely Patreons for keeping the lights on. Thank you very, 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 very much. And we will see you in the Discord for our wonderful... Pl- I'm really... Conf- I am actually really... Conf- I think having people's top top picks, that's good, you just, that's, you're bringing the big guns. So you've got to come with a good oh, track. Are, yeah. got to come with a good track. And honestly, if you haven't, if you're, and if you're a first time, first-timer, Discord's completely open, completely free. We just hang out there um, uh, in the Tuesday night. And we go through some of our recommendations and and you can add some of your own and we all have a nice listen and a nice chat. And it's a it's a really great feel good. It's made the podcast, I think. Um, mm-hmm. um and yeah, come come be a part of it. Come come join in and hang out. Um so we will see you there oh in a minute, I suppose. Bye everyone. See you next week. Bye bye.